Day 25 of the Yom Netzach Sheba Netzach, the midpoint chance to regroup. First of all, a couple just uh, preliminary points. Number one, thank you, massive thank you to Yossi uh, for the incredible chizik. Uh, so try to get these up. Life has just been a little bit of a whirlwind lately, so side projects are good. Um, but Baruch Hashem, all in it together, I'm back recording this one. Uh, I, I prepared it and literally just didn't have a chance to do it. Netzach Sheba Netzach, Rav Nachman Fried, uh, mentioned to me that Netzach Gmatria 148, right? 1590 is 140, and then Ches is 8. Same Gmatria is Nachman. Netzach Sheba Netzach is Rabbi Nachman's Sphira. So may as well get that up. And uh, and then hopefully I will try to work on today's as well. Bein Adam Lamakim. By the way, uh, one other thing. It's worth it just, I think, for the first five, ten minutes. We had posted the Chesed Shebenetzach and gave, uh, I think, a, a very useful introduction to the to the idea of Netzach in general. Uh, I think that that's worth uh, going back to if you didn't listen to it, especially Netzach Shebenetzach is like Netzach squared, right? So, uh, so just that introduction without you going through it again now. Um, Worth it. Yisbainen adam b'daytay b'ikre ha'emuna. Person should be misbainen in the fundamentals of emuna. V'yira sheyesh b'em litain adam eitzays ech l'natzeach es yitzro. So a person should look for eitzes, right? We've said that uh, in the course of our Likutim Aran, that tariag mitzvahs are tariag itin. Itin in the Lashon of the Zara in Aramaic is eitzes. Mitzvahs are tzavsa, getting close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. These are 613, if you will, pieces of advice of how to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And eitzah, by the way, when a person accepts advice, we discussed in one of the tires, if you uh, PM me, I can try to figure out which one it was, um, that we talk about when a person accepts and Eitzah, now I integrate your strategy into my thinking process, and I act going f- going forward based on it. This is like a zivug. When a person takes the advice and the direction of a tzaddik, he incorporates that a Torah ideal, and then this becomes how I, this is now part of my toolbox. It's the way that I think about it. It gave me perspective, and I go forward making that decision based on that. This is like a zivug and something coming out of it. This is a, a way that we explain based on Rabbi Nachman. Very interesting, you know, you, you, taking something, usually you can take something simple and then make it abstract and seemingly esoteric and hard to relate to. One of the actual very uh, bringing things back to earth is there's a famous Maimar Chazal that talks about the Nachash uh, being Mizavig with Chava, and I believe Rabbi Nachman says, if I'm misremembering, I apologize, but I believe that he says that the Nachash gave an Eitzah, so this was like a Zivug, when Chava took the advice of the Nachash, so then that was like a Zivug, and then that brought the Peros, unfortunately, of that acceptance of advice. So when a person takes advice, um, then th- there's a tremendous a tremendous uh, union over there of now adopting that perspective and now where I was where I was before, now adopting advice and perspective of someplace else that's going to join a new me. It's gonna to come together, it's gonna to generate paradise. A person should consult Bidaitai by those for safer Sfarat and Lachem, and see the, and use these eight sides how to be Minatseah Hasitro. Now as far as Ikre Amun, I'm just gonna quote one line uh, from Revolbi page Reish Tzadik Vav of the second volume of Ali Shor in the Vadim. Mashen, I'm just going to read this. He says, Mashen Achnu Karim Emunah Ein Lechokal Shaychus Lama Shagoyim Karim B'Shem Zeh. When we talk about Emuna belief, faith, we're not just talking about the general idea, the way that it translates into English, the way that other nations relate to Emunah, because 
there's one idea of talking about Amuna. This is an idea, a worldview, a hashkafa. That's not what we talk about. This is coming from Yisaita Taira. When we talk about Amuna, we are talking about full integration. We're talking about right the difference between knowledge and acknowledgement. The difference between taking an idea and understanding that 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 uh, that, that idea becomes incorporated within us, right? There, there are things that goes from the from the Adata Yom We take that and incorporate it. He quotes a lot of Sukkim Laman uh, He talks about Deya a lot. Uh, and then he talks about other Sukkim that are talking about where people from the other nations, So he says that when we talk about Muna, we're not just talking about an idea that relates to belief or faith. We're talking about a full integration and adoption and uh, ma- making it part of our personality, the das, uh, that, the, you know, the example that we've used before, which I think I heard from Berkowitz, Revitzlik Berkowitz once, is if you take, if you take a, uh, it literally was describing this idea of the, the difference between, uh, between knowing something and, and, uh, and das, right? He says, if you take, uh, let's say a candy and the candy fell into a garbage dump. So then in principle, that doesn't make it taste any different. And somebody, a kid who knows might even look and say it tastes better who knows right but if you have that das that that actually will trigger a gag reflex it'll trigger an emotional response when you know something and you truly know it, it's das then it translates into emotion it actually goes from the seichel to the lev and at that point that will also help you because what's the eitzer the eitzer is my inclination if I truly know something right I want to stick my hand into a fire until I know that it's hot sometimes that's a much different educational idea right if you tell somebody not to do something, but if you let them do it in a limited way where all of a sudden they're going to learn from their own negative, uh, negative experience with that, so then that's going to be a tremendous difference in being So let's go back into this text. He should reflect, contemplate Ikreamuna and generate eight that he can adopt. That a Baruchu is found, he exists and he's We're on camera, right? There are things that you might want to do. And if you literally knew that you were standing in front of somebody on camera, you, you might still have that type in the background, but you wouldn't be fighting a taiva not to just do xyz in public you would say i can't wait till i get a place where i'm not going to be on camera and i'm not going to be in full view you know ultimately i want to do this but you would not be fighting the same level of taiva so if you knew then actually the taiva would start to lessen there's going to be consequences there's accountability right we mentioned the other day the nefesh this is not just if i do x then i'm going to get y this is an actual natural consequence if i'm Make a good chalent, the chalent will be good. If I put something spoiled into the chalent, it won't be good. That's a direct consequence. And miyad, right? The whole idea of we're talking about this entire chaf aleph, which will blow your mind uh, as it gets put up. The idea of idea bechira, the idea of time, right? If person say if you smoke cigarettes, then you're going to die. You do something dangerous. You don't eat right, then that will generate you know negative health consequences. The truth is, is that we don't really believe it. It's far off in the distance. We don't directly correlate it. If we knew that mitzvahs and averus harva inish, it's directly correlated. It's only from our perspective that we're taking a step back. 
um, then you know that's why it does not have a uh, an actual emotional real response. He says over here that the idea of ultimately achieving netzach nitzachon victory through netzach itself, which is associated with etzos and emuna, we're going to use the idea of advice etzos, like we said, and emuna in order to achieve ultimate victory over our yetzer. The Nevi'im, there were millions of Nevi'im, I think, if you look in the Gemara, it talks about the numbers in Megillah, uh, the Gemara, in Megillah. It talks about the amount of Nevi'im in history, uh, and it talks about that there were certain schools of Nevi'im, people being able to work up to it. If you look in Mesil Susharim, I think it talks about prophecy as one of the states. A person can make themselves into a Klee and receptive and try to work up towards it. The Nevi'im that ultimately worked their way into Tanakh as we have it were the ones that had messages for the future, the ones that we needed. Other than that, people went to a chayza and, uh, you know, different Nevi'im we see by... Uh that he originally went to go find the, the donkeys, which is a whole uh, other discussion. So there were, there were people that had certain insight into various types of things, but when we talk about the Nevi'im, they were in Misnabe Kulam La'asid, Kamaimer Chazal, Kulam Nevi'im Kulam L'Nesnabe Wala L'Maysa Mashiach. They were being Nesnabe and prophesizing for the future. Ubezei Yavu L'Livchayin Esmaisa V'Lechalkeleim Shiu Kulam Balei Tachlis. If we are Mizbainen in the Nevi'im and we turn this into a reality, in other words, they are saying the Nevu'in now, contemplating what will be, which means that in a certain sense, again, we're really collapsing time. The nevuah that we have now is a, is a reflection of what will be, leaving aside the discussion of uh, Vidya Bechir, certainly the, a lot of the nevuahs have room uh, to be uh, you know, to be, I don't want to say shaped, I mean, we, we just simply don't know what a lot of the nevuahs even mean until they ultimately happen, at which point we'll be able to reflect backwards. But what this does tell us is that this is in the, this the, the Amuna will bridge the gap. There's an unbelievable Kedushas Halevi where, where, where he talks about the idea that Amuna can bring, if, if I have 100% emuna that something is going to happen, I turn on the light, and then, I mean, to us it seems immediate, I'm sure that there's a split second of time, when I flip a switch, the light goes on. So then, that that means, I, I don't say that there's two things going on, I flip a switch and the light went on. That's now. That's something that I'm doing now, right? If you have emuna in a process, I have emuna that if X, then Y will happen, I'm able to collapse the discorrelation between those things, and I'm able to to literally have a moon in the process, I'm able to say that it has it, that that's going to happen now. When I'm Tzipisal Yeshua, and I know that my action is going to generate a, a reaction, I know that there's going to be Scharva Einesh, and I know that what I do is going to bring Mashiach faster. Imagine if you saw a ticker and every action you did brought Mashiach closer or farther, what you literally saw that, right? Then you would view your actions differently. That will bring us to the victory. We will be able to be marshal midav netzach ideis boynes b'midas hanetzach atzma. Again, he's associating the VM with netzach. Gimel yite lite fire. By the way, yite na libo ki gambiyosa zoychem natzach esietro b'tmidus. We should take to heart that even if we are zoycha to consistently be victorious over our yetsir, right? Tamid can be uh, consistent and tamid can be constant. So we I will leave it to uh, leave it to us to think about 
uh, what, what that means over here. Probably a person is, uh, in a certain sense, not constantly battling the Yetzer, right? Ratzai Veshayv, ups and downs. On the other hand, uh, if you're going to frame the Yetzer as maybe just not keeping HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, present in your mind, then that can be constant. So however it is, Tzorach Hu Adayin L'Nitzchayin Noisaf, we need even an additional victory. So this is incredible. I'm just going to briefly quote actually from the Nefesh Chaim. Right, we talk about Hasidus, we talk about Nefesh Chaim. We are, we're, 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 we're all over it. Right, it all comes together. Different windows into the same reality. Nefesh Chaim is an incredibly structured sefer. The uh, Shar Aleph is spiritual physics. Uh, the Ilamai Shar Beis says, okay, now that we have this, how do I relate to it? There's Tefillah, and then Shar Gimel talks about Hamakom. Right, so now I, I'm talking about uh, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I'm talking about the world. I'm talking about Tefillah and relating to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, how can I even how can I even relate to this idea of Hamakom? And then he goes into Shardalad, which is a little bit more famous. Yeshivas learn it more, and it focuses on Torah, although it's much more meaningful when the Sefer itself is incredibly structured when it comes after the background. In between the first three Sha'arim and Taira, there's a section called the Prakim. The Prakim start off and say, Dear reader, I've instructed you with the help of a Kaddish Baruch in the paths of truth, teaching you, I'm just going to say basically what he says, teaching you a guaranteed method, where you can educate yourself, go through the levels, etc., etc., and the more that you practice these methods, the more that you ultimately purify your heart, Torah study, mitzvah, performance, ava, yira, etc. However, Amnam, and he puts a whole section over here, like 10, 10, 10 chapters in the Prakim, I think, you can look. Amnam, Hishamra, Vizar, Me'od, this is the introduction to the Prakim, Shalei Tazuach, Daitcha, Lecha, V'tisnase, Levavecha. Be extremely cautious that you your focus on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, all these good tidbits that I gave you, does not result in any arrogance, haughtiness at all. And he says, get this, he says, you're not going to be aware of this, right? You feel good about yourself. I have a higher perspective, a higher perception. I'm closer to God. Be very careful. It's going to sneak up on you and then you're going to be hit by a wave. Nobody else is going to know and the truth is you might not even know. And again, in the Lave, it's even more than the Seicha. What this means is that this worked its way into your lave, like we said before, into your operating system. This now just becomes your attitude. It's much more deeper seated than anything you're actually aware of. He toyeva mamish lefon of Yisbarach. And then he goes on, right? So the uh, you know a person has to be incredibly careful. Sometimes we literally don't know it. I think we mentioned this in one of the earlier shiurim. I think Rav Yisrael Salanta talks about this uh, in his own way. You'll have a person that's the best guy in yeshiva, and you think he's a good learner, he's a big Ayyavet Hashem, etc., etc., and he thinks so as well. And then all of a sudden, he goes into business, goes into uh, university, whatever, changes his context, or just moves communities, goes to a different shul, and he becomes a different person. You say, this person went off the derach. That's because you and maybe even he thought that the derech when he was learning davening was derech and avodas Hashem. Maybe, we we don't know. It takes a tremendous amount of cheshben and nefesh. What if the driving factor is that this person wanted covered and the context in which he was in to get covered was to daven the longish when be the best boy in shir. 
right? So now he actually was not reinforcing being an Eved Hashem all of that time. He was reinforcing his need for covet. And then the next step, when the context that gives covet changes, was actually exactly in line with what his Midah was. And sometimes there's no way to know. So we have to take a step back. And as we are going to, uh, in the path of Avoda, a person even can be his Yetzer, depending what the Yetzer is. And yet, and yet, he's actually reinforcing Gaiva, and he might not be aware of it, or it might be sneaking up on him, whether or not that's the main focus of what's driving him. So a person has to focus on this as well. He's going to reinforce the idea of victory over his Yetzirah, with an additional victory uh, over the idea of Gaiva. Let's see. In order to uh, succeed in the Melech Hashem, we need to uh, be guided by the meat of Netzach Sheben Netzach. This avoda is incredibly subtle. Uh, we, I think we, the Nefesh Chaim told us this. A person's victorious in all of the ways that we described. All of the ways are actually, uh, they, they, there's a tremendous amount of uh, danger. It's a net. You don't even see it. It's on the ground until it comes up. We don't even have to go into that idea of Gaiva, how bad it is. Let me take that for granted for now. Besides the fact that Gaiva can literally undermine all of the under Midas. A person's giving stucca, they're nice, and really they just want to be in the position of being on top. They want to be, so therefore they build themselves up. I'm the one who's going to give you money, advice, a house, whatever it is, right? They're, uh, besides, so really this is undermining the other Midas. Uh, and I'm sure there's other ways to present that as well. We have to be God-like. Uh, right, there, there is no when it comes to Hakadosh Baruch Just to translate this, perhaps into a uh, a mashal that I think that we can relate to. Imagine that you are, uh, you know, who who you are. You're a, a person who's a balavoda. You're intelligent. You're working on yourself, and you're very, you know, and you go. And it's parent day in elementary school, and you go to a first grade class and you talk to them, and you blow them away. That is not associated with any gaiva, right? The, the, the larger the disconnect, you can be a giver, you can get sipok, you can get a tremendous amount of being uplifted. The fact that all of a sudden, you know, a first grade kid was like, oh, wow, that's super smart. He doesn't even have an inkling of where you are. I heard from Ravi Rachmiel Milstein, uh, the, the Rav of my shul, his father, uh, actually, um, he was talking and he said that he was in Cambridge or someplace and he was giving a speech and he was all high on himself. He thought that it was like an amazing speech. And then as he's walking away, you know, like the camp is drunk, like the biggest clown in the world goes, Rabbi, he goes, that was unbelievably profound. He goes, he was embarrassed by the compliment, right? So he says, So be godlike. When, when, when we see HaKadosh Baruch who's godless, that's where we see HaKadosh Baruch who's anava. Because uh, uh, Amar Azal, 
So this idea of Anav is Netzach Sheba Netzach. Not only were we victorious, but we're victorious over what could actually undermine the first victory. We succeeded in the first battle. That wasn't enough. There's another victory. Perhaps more deeper, more profound. And we're going to mention one idea, if I can quickly find it. I think I folded the page. Something from Rav Mordechai Miller, uh, who is a Talmud of Rav Dessler. Um, he's talking about the idea of working on things during Sphira. And it, it, this is uh, something that uh, you, you keep in front of your eyes. Everybody is has certain... Uh, strengths, certain weaknesses, certain sensitivities, and we always have things that we work on. And as we work on things, we're able to take things that, there are certain things we do, certain things that we relate to and want to do, but we're not there yet, and certain things that we don't even relate to as an ideal, right? And as we go through life, you know, if you're going an upward movement, what you want to do is take things that are outside of the makifin and the makifin of the makifin, the things that are outside the realm of what you even relate to, move it into things where you actually say, wow, that's something that I can move toward accomplishing and internalize it. You can't do that all to everything at once, so you're going to have areas where you do that, and other people are going to have areas where they do that. Um, and as you normalize something, some everybody's accomplishments become mundane to them. I've said that many times. It's something that I've thought about, right? So now you take something, whether you're it's a learning, whether it's coming on time to davening, whether it's not talking and filling, whether you're on Hatzalah, and now this becomes what you do. Somebody else looks at that and they're like, oh, this person is a tzaddik. But for you, that's what you do. But what ends up happening is now, I never came on time to davening. I was never able to stop talking during davening. And now I start doing it, I work on it, and a, a few weeks pass by, a year passes by. And now, what do you mean so how could somebody possibly talk during that? How could they come late, right? Somebody's joking around on Tishabov. Would a person joke around in a relative's shiva house? This, what's the matter with this person? So the flip side of working on this tremendous avoda of of really almost like. I don't say desensitizing yourself because it has a negative connotation, but in other words, normalizing the idea of I can achieve godless, the flip side of that is forgetting that it's godless. And he says, a danger is thereby generated. Perfections in one's own field breeds intolerance of others who are not working in harmony with oneself, who are not attaining the same sensitivities as oneself. It does, it's thus during the days of Sphere Saomer that p- the period marked by intense character building there is a tendency to deny others the honor and respect which one would ordinarily accord. So specifically during Sphere Omer, when we're working on Avoda, all of a sudden, the more we step on the right direction, we forget that we took a step in the right direction and we look at other people as having taken a step to the left. So during Sphero, when it's that, that, that by Rabbi Kiva's Talmidim, we're working on Beinadam L'Chavero, we, we work on all these things, even in the Beinadam L'Makum, but even in the Beinadam L'Chavero realm, and we actually start breeding an intolerance of others. A change of perspective is the cure for the potential malady. If one excels in a specific area, it must be that one's fellow excels in a different field. One must simply look for the other's area of greatness and focus upon that outstanding quality which one personally does not possess. 
One transfers one's concentration from viewing other people in the light of one's own character traits to a perspective in, one watch see, in, in which one sees other people in the context of their own expertise. One can then honor one's fellow for the perfection he's achieved. So when you're getting together and with somebody else and they appreciate your strengths, what that should do is you can feel chizik, but also highlight the area where, wow, this other person has strengths that I don't have. They fill in a gap. Together we can achieve a shlemus. So we, we can be part of Klai Yisrael and create that shlemus. So in Instead of allowing it to go to head, say to, to, to your head, it's not gaiva, but rather you can end up appreciating the things that you're working on, and at the same time recognizing that you know the the more the more high a, a hill is, the more dirt has to be filled in in order to level the ground. If we're going to achieve a shlemus with the rest of Klal role, then that that highlights the necessary shlemus and appreciation of other people's strengths. So where I fill in one gap, they're actually filling in a different gap. Okay. We should teach others and specifically to somebody who literally is about they're on their deathbed. So again, we're talking about reinforcing victory through Amuna. The idea that you can't one is not allowed to violate Shabbos for incredible monetary loss and yet the idea that one second of life a person can literally break Shabbos and Yom Kippur for to preserve one second of life with somebody on their deathbed that is pikuach nefesh and yet to give for all the money in the world you would one would have to quit the job not to say Lashon Hara right think about that for a second every second of life, to, to, to appreciate that where it seems to make the most the, the, the least difference what's the, the, per, the person might be literally about to die they're older right let me focus on kids let me focus on people that are in the prime of their life a person might be elder an 80 year old balchuva right do you know how precious that might be you're bringing nitzachon to the world somebody who's able to uh, to bring light into the darkness at all uh, well this person might be he says literally on his deathbed and yet from a from a broader point of view you're bringing light into the world maybe that moment that moment as the person's on his way out he's being is more valuable on a global perspective this might be the only there's a famous story where a person's father I think uh, he, he learned one daf gemara I'm probably saying the story wrong and uh, they asked for Moshe Feinstein if he could make a siyam on the one daf gemara and it was so for this person this was like his only exposure a person you know was able to learn with his father one daf gemara and like right afterwards the person's uh, the person passed away and, and Rav Moshe said yeah at the time he said yes for, for this person he would make a siyam he completed one daf gemara a person is engaging in business. A person should do this with Amuna, integrity, we'll translate it as. He incorporates uh, Amuna, he incorporates integrity into his business dealings. When a person is victorious over another, this is, by the way, incredibly hard. Um, in every realm of Avoda, one of the ways, the tools that you can use to not be battling everything at once is you turn things into projects. You can call that Leilishma, Balishma, whatever it is. The same way that I'm competitive when I'm running marathon, I wish I ran marathons, and the same way that I'm competitive when I, uh, you know, going on a project to do whatever it is with somebody, well, um, 
you know, I also am going to be competitive in a learning project or a chesed project. And it's one of those things that's not necessarily bad, right? People want to be an unav when it comes to learning. So they, they do something and they don't make a big deal about it. Well, you know, I got to tell you something. Psychologically, if when you run a marathon, you show everybody the medal, and when your team wins the baseball game, you tell everybody that you picked the winner, and when you learn a mesechta, you tell nobody, so then it's very clear to yourself what you're taking pride in, right? And that breeds a certain attitude and behavior. So it's good to take pride in things and to understand. So you turn things into a project. Now, I'm in a dispute with you and I'm learning with you. And one of the things that people want to do is people want to be right. And you should, I guess, in a certain sense, right? That's why would I argue in something and really be invested in argument if I thought I was wrong? A person has to, you know, you choose the right way and then you have to double check. But while I'm arguing with you, I now have my point and you have your point. And I'm arguing with you or in whatever other arena. So do I care about winning? Have I taken that entire, that, that, that entire, I'm, we're seeking MS, right? Have I taken that drive for MS that between the two of us, you know, and if I happen to be taking the right position, then I take the right position. So over here, or, or, or am I just lit up by the fact that I, I took some sheker or some mistakes, some toss out of the world, right? So, so that somebody was misguided. I'm giving toichacha. I'm not just putting you down. I'm guiding you. I'm showing you the MS. I'm, I'm showing you, you thought that two plus two is five, and I'm showing you that you were wrong. I've brought some light to the world. So first of all, I now have made you, not just that I've squashed you, I've made you recognize the, your Taos, and specifically over here he says that there's an idea of doing that through the words of the Nevi'im. Um, we just finished up the, a couple weeks ago, Taira Chaf, talked about Maish Rabbeinu, and some of his uh, unbelievable stuff over there, if you want to go back and listen. Um, and we talked about uh, a lot, a lot about the idea that uh, you know, even wanting to do the right things for the right reasons, but at the wrong time or on our own terms. We talked about the very, very subtle uh, mistake by the rock, uh, hitting the rock. So that's uh, worthwhile, Tyra. Um, okay. So through the Nevi'im, through Netzach, we again, we achieve Netzach, and we associate that with our victory, if you will. Okay, this goes back into some of these concepts that are beyond us in terms of associating certain Midos with certain representations within the structure and the Shirkaim of the human body. Over here, we're talking about the right leg. Morning, okay, morning time is specifically uh, a time it's a associated with this. We should specifically think during the idea of Barei Chaleinu. But by the way, Barei Chaleinu, we ask for Parnasa. Um, so in, I, I guess you could say Parnasa, come, first of all, could come from the rain and, uh, you know, comes from an outside source. But if you think about, let's say, in the context of business, it's interesting. Business is almost by definition a re- distribution of assets. Rabbi Nachman talks about when it comes to tzedakah, giving tzedakah before shachris, right? We talk about midas ha-mishpat, taking from one and giving to the other. In a certain sense, depending how you look at it, I mean, I guess, you you know, one gives money, the other gives goods, it evens out. Um, but you could think about netzach and nitzach and victory in that context. Over here, that we actually negatively impacted our parnasa because we were in moichin de katnus. We can leave that alone for now and uh, down down a state of darkness in a Muna. And specifically, 
if there was any uh, any dishonesty and any mirma, I don't know that we need to give, go much farther. I got into a whole discussion today, uh, the other day with Rav Ezra Max, a good friend of mine, about whether there's a difference between Simcha and Menuchas Hanefesh. But broadly speaking, Sameach Bechelko, sometimes I'm in the light and sometimes I'm in the darkness. Uh, I had a long conversation last night with uh, Simcha Ezra. A uh, whole discussion about, you know, sometimes when a person is besuffic, I'm, I'm taking a little bit to a step to the to aside over here of just simply being sameach pachelko. Sometimes when a person's in a state of confusion, and uh, you know they say a malik brings suffic, so there's A and there's B. I, I don't have clarity, and that creates a tremendous instability in the process. And I just want it to be over, and I want to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I understand that I am where I am. If I could, I would go to sleep until it was over. Sometimes I don't even care what happened. I just want it to be over and I want closure. How do you eliminate suffix? How do you eliminate that instability? What you say is that, no, it's not A or B or black or white. This is a state of gray. My growth right now is going to happen in the state of, in the state of gray. This is not a state of, of something that should be eliminated. This is HaKadosh Baruch Hu presenting me with a, with a specific state of being unstable, sometimes exercise. If you want to exercise your core, sometimes you'll lift weights. You'll lift one foot off the ground so that you need to engage the core. There's that that, that having to balance and that ha- having to engage. You're not going to exercise those muscles in a state of stability. I am specifically where I am. So it's not that it's besuffic. I'm specifically, I'm bevadai in this state where things are unclear because this is where I need to be. So yes, depending, if you look at it myopically, I'm in a state of confusion because I don't see clearly A or B, but if you take a broader point of view, I'm exactly where I need to be. When you're Sameach Pachelgo, you don't wish it was different, right? I don't wish it was less sweet because I want it to be as sweet as it is, and I don't wish it was more sweet because then it would be gaggy sweet. I don't want less money. I don't want more money. I don't want to be, you know, more employed, underemployed. Un- what, wherever I am is exactly where I need to be, and I don't wish it was going to be changed. There's not going to be any jealousy. There's not going to be, you, you can't sit on your laurels. You always have to be honest with yourself in terms of what your potential is. If there is something you can do about the situation, do it. But when I come to the state of, of this is the chilek that I have, right, I'm Sameach Bechelkai, then that means that and if I wouldn't take this chilek, who would? There's a chilek, there's something that's been given to me that I have to be misakin and I'm going to embrace it. Because if I don't do it, who will? Take that towards Netzach. Sometimes you might want to disengage, right? But no, you use this idea, push it forward towards Netzach, perhaps a connection between Sameach Bechelkai in this uh, today's Kenyan Torah. Yashir Koyach.